Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, tech optimist, mathematician, artist, creator, futurist, all of the above. And I am here bringing you the news, what's going on in tech, crypto, some career advice, as well as what I'm geeking out about today. So if you're not already, go ahead and follow, like, and subscribe on all platforms. I do have a TikTok. I've shared it before and I'm experimenting with the TikTok content and just giving more updates about like what I'm thinking about at the moment. So if you want to see Addy behind the scenes, go ahead and check me out at Edition Pod on TikTok. I also have the Substack at or editionpod.substack.com, which sends the podcasts and YouTubes directly to your email inbox. It's also the only way to be invited to the Edition DAO and be a part of the Edition Book Club. And I'm on Instagram at Edition with Addy, YouTube, Edition with Addy Adewusi. Hi, for those of you watching me on YouTube right now. And Twitter at Edition Pod. So please like, follow, subscribe on all platforms. Rate, review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Anything will help. I am a one-woman media empire, and I need your help in building it. So, all right. So let's dive into the market. So it's Friday. At the time of the recording, crypto markets are down. Uh, Bitcoin is down 7.6% in the last seven days, still hovering around 40,000, so not much difference from yesterday. Ethereum is down 7.92% in the last seven days, still hovering at 3K like it was yesterday. Uh, not too much to report there. The S&P 500 is down on the week 1.2%. The NASDAQ is down in the past five days at 2.14%. So not a great um, week for the markets. Uh, people will say it's because of the inflation report, um, but there's so many things going on in the world. Um, we have no idea how markets are going to behave. So just keep dollar cost averaging in, which means that you just set aside a set, a set amount of money from your paycheck straight into your 401k, or if you're doing crypto, a set amount of money um, that's taken out of your account into your crypto exchange of choice or not. Uh, this is not investment advice, but this is a great buying opportunity. Honestly, I am tempted to buy more crypto, but I've already have my 10% allocation. I'm not expanding that anymore. But if I were going to buy more crypto, Based on these prices, it's crazy, but I'd probably buy more Bitcoin. Um, I, I have a good amount of Ethereum already, so I wouldn't need to do that. But there, I do have this subconscious goal of acquiring one Bitcoin total. Um, not investment advice. This is me just in degen mode. Uh, Google it if you're not familiar with uh, crypto Twitter slang. But yeah, buying opportunity all around in the markets if you have been wanting to take a bet and we're waiting for the right time. So hot topic in tech, I'm just going to briefly address that every journalist is talking about Elon Musk's offer to buy Twitter. I talked about this yesterday in episode 10. I personally think it's because journalists are one of the groups that 
care about Twitter, one of the few groups that care about Twitter. Uh, people that care about Twitter, j j all journalists care, um, politicians care. Um, there's a segment of the black community that cares, but everyone else doesn't really care about Twitter. But because we get the news from journalists, we're just being bombarded with all these uh, takes and opinions and thought pieces over whether Twitter is going to be owned by Elon or, or not. I like news, actual news, not theories. So that's why I'm not super excited about talking about this. But because it is in the news, I have to acknowledge that this is still a developing story. And we still do not know whether Twitter is going to accept Elon's offer or not. Okay, so because there's been so much news about Elon. I haven't been able to talk to you guys about the stablecoin wars. So the stablecoin, stablecoins are cryptocurrencies that are pegged to a certain value. So the ones that I'm going to be discussing are all pegged to the US dollar. So one of these stablecoins is equivalent to one US dollar. So the wars are between Tether, which is USDT, uh, Circle, which is USDC, uh, Terra, which is UST, and DAI, which is DAI. So these three or these four stable coins are essentially fighting for market share. Stable coins are very competitive. Um, like I said, they're equivalent to a dollar just in cryptocurrency. So anyone can spin up a, a stable coin that's pegged to the dollar. So all of these stable coins are fighting to be the preferred choice for stable coin. All right, so let's start with Tether. So te Tether is the original, the OG stable coin. Um, it's USDT. Most, uh, most cryptocurrency exchanges have Tether. It has the largest market cap of all the uh, stable coins, but they have very sketchy business practices. So none of these have been proven. This is all alleged, but basically originally Tether said for every dollar of Tether, there's a dollar in our reserves. And then they said, just kidding, not actually. We have um, dollar equivalents in our reserves. And then they said, just kidding. Actually, we don't have a one-to-one -one, um, dollar to dollar reserve. So basically people are thinking Tether could be a whole smoke and mirror scam thing. And since it's so important for crypto that there are stable coins, uh, that's where USDC, Terra, and DAI have come in. So USDC or Circle is a, a stable coin. They have a great, they have great PR, and they are they are very traditional um, in terms of how their company is run. So they have, I would say, have the best brand, but they are very centralized and you know intentionally centralized. So. Uh, people who don't like centralization are not fans of USDC or Circle. And then Terra. So Terra is an algorithmic stablecoin. So instead of being backed by specific assets in a reserve, there's an algorithm that controls the price of UST. 
Um, people, there is a bet right now, I believe it's up to $12 million that a year from now, whether Terra or, or Luna, which is the, the currency that helps stabilize the price of Terra, they, um, so there's basically a huge bet going on whether Terra is still going to be in business or not a year from now. Um, so huge fighting words there. People are not believing that Terra has any, you know, substance to it. However, the price of Luna is one of the few cryptocurrencies that have surged this year. And again, Terra is their cryptocurrency that stabilizes the price of Luna or sorry, of UST. And then there's DAI, which is uh, run by the MakerDAO. So it's, uh, it is a decentralized organization. And DAI is also an algorithmic cryptocurrency, but it's backed by real world assets like real estate, um, et cetera. So these four uh, stable coins are going back and forth. And I will share a link to some videos in the show notes to give you a full deep dive in these different stable coins. I just wanted you all to be aware that this is going on in the crypto world. And aside from Elon Musk potentially buying Twitter, the the biggest news in crypto, I would say this month of April. Okay, so career topic. I want to talk about People who are listening to this podcast and are thinking about pivoting into crypto. Maybe you work for a legacy financial institution. Maybe you work for an aging tech company and you want to get a job in crypto, but you want to be smart about it. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown. So companies, if you are looking for a stable crypto company, I would recommend these four. Coinbase which is a cryptocurrency exchange. I'm sure you've heard of it. They had the famous Super Bowl commercial with the QR code. OpenSea, which is the largest NFT marketplace. Um, It's very well capitalized. It has great investors. There is the, the volume on the marketplace is incredible, but they have had some bad press uh, due to hacks, but they have always um, worked on behalf of the customer. So I wouldn't worry about people leaving OpenSea, but some people will because one, it's not it's not decentralized, and two, some people have um, had bad experiences. Three, one of the stable coins, uh, Circle. So I see them hiring a lot on LinkedIn. They have one of their biggest investors is Coinbase. They're you know very established. I don't. A lot of people are moving from Tether to USDC, even though it's centralized. So I would definitely, I would, you know, feel comfortable moving to a position at Circle. And then Gemini. Gemini, I see as an OG crypto exchange. Um, it's founded by the Winklevoss twins, which are uh, the, the twins who had the idea for Facebook, but then Mark Zuckerberg allegedly stole it. They did win that court case. Uh, they became billionaires, invested in Bitcoin, and now um, and they have been running Gemini for years now. So those are the four companies that I would look at. Okay, so what to know before interviewing a crypto company? Some companies are so big that they don't care, but I feel like you should know at least these few things. What is Bitcoin? How, understand the definition of Bitcoin. Um, understand Ethereum. 
and what it does and also understand stable coins, especially if you're planning on working for Circle, which is a stable coin company. And I would also say Gemini too, because they have their own stable coin, uh, GUSD. So understand what Bitcoin, Ethereum, and stable coins are and understand how they are different. In a future episode, I will um, explain this, but I can't do it right now because I'm running low on time. Okay, MetaMask. Uh, Please download the MetaMask crypto, crypto wallet extension on Google Chrome and figure out how to use it. MetaMask is a crypto wallet. So most people live in their exchanges like Coinbase and Gemini or Robinhood or whatever, wherever you're keeping your crypto. People that actually use Web3 or use Ethereum or are building things on Web3 use a wallet, a crypto wallet, and MetaMask is the most common one. So being able to confidently say, yes, I have a MetaMask and I've used it this way and that way um, is a huge plus when, you know, feeling confident going into these jobs. And bonus, if you understand Solana, uh, Solana is an Ethereum competitor that I would say out of all of them is the best competitor. I personally have NFTs uh, on Solana. I may be starting my DAO on Solana, not necessarily because I want to, I believe in the ethos of Ethereum, but Solana is just so much easier. And I'm sure I'm not going to be the only one who thinks that. So understand what Solana is as a bonus. And also Terra, I talked about it earlier in this episode. Honestly, you could probably use the information I just shared in this episode, um, to give, get you up to speed on Terra. And of course, and look at the links that I link as well. Okay, what am I geeked out about this week? Well, I'm geeked out about spring. So my birthday is May 15th. I'm a spring baby. I'm always excited when the weather turns. I'm looking forward to outdoor patios. I'm looking forward to alfresco dinners and lunches. I'm looking forward to rooftop cocktails. So this weekend, I'm hosting a networking event in Atlanta at a speakeasy web phone, red phone booth. Then tomorrow, I'm going shopping for return to office with one of my coworkers, who's also at Microsoft. And then I'm also going to get charcuterie, also at another speakeasy. It's, all, it's actually a red phone booth again, just a different location. So yeah, I hope you are enjoying your life. This is the reopening. Um, if there's happy hours, attend them, make have fun, network. Um, you know, we've been in a pandemic for two years and things are just now starting to get back to normal. So enjoy your life, enjoy your weekend, and enjoy the weather. All right, I'll catch you next time. Bye.